everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with me, Sammy. Now, today's story is about a giant who is so selfish that his garden won't grow, and it works out that unless he invites love into his heart, his garden will never blossom. This story is called The Selfish Giant. Shall we begin? The Selfish Giant, written by Oscar Wilde, but edited by me, Sammy. Once upon a time, there was a giant who was known to be selfish and mean. He hated humans, but especially children. The humans had irritated the giant so greatly that he needed to escape them. So, he went to visit a friend and was away for a very long time. This meant that his garden was left unprotected. Every afternoon, as they were coming home from school, the children used to go and play in the giant's garden. It was a large and lovely garden with soft green grass. Here and there, over the grass, stood beautiful flowers as dazzling as stars. And there were twelve peach trees that in the springtime broke out into delicate blossoms of pink and pearl, and in the autumn, bore rich and delicious fruit. The birds sat on the trees and sang so sweetly that the children used to stop their games in order to listen to them. How happy we are here, they cried to each other. But one day, the giant came back. He had been to visit his friend the Cornish Ogre and had stayed with him for seven whole years. After the seven years were over, he and the ogre had said all they had to say to each other, for their conversation was limited, and so the giant determined he should return to his own castle. When he arrived, he saw the children playing in the garden. What are you doing here? he cried in a very gruff voice, and the children ran away. My garden is my own garden, said the giant. Anyone can understand that and I will not allow anybody to play in it, especially not a child. And so he built a very high wall all the way around his garden and put up a notice board which said, Trespassers will be prosecuted. He was a very selfish giant. The poor children now had nowhere to play. They tried to play on the road, but the road was very dusty and full of stones, and they did not like it. It did not feel as safe as the giant's lovely garden. They used to wander around the high wall when their lessons were over and talk about the beautiful garden inside. How happy we were there, they said to each other. Then the spring came, and all over the country there were blossoming trees and flowers, and of course, plenty of pretty little birds. Only in the garden of the selfish giant, it was still winter. The birds did not care to sing in it, as there were no children, and the trees had forgotten to blossom. Once, a beautiful flower put its head out from the grass, but when it saw the notice board, it was so sorry for the children that it slipped back into the ground again and went back off to sleep. The only beings who were pleased were the snow and the frost. Spring has forgotten this garden, they cried, so we will live here all year round. The snow covered up the grass with her great white cloak, and the frost painted all the trees silver. Then 
they invited the North Wind to stay with them, and he came. He was wrapped up all in furs, and he roared about the garden all day long and blew the chimney pots down. This is a delightful spot, he said. We must ask the hail to pay us a visit. So the hail came. Every day for three hours he rattled on the roof of the castle until he broke most of the slates. And then he ran round and round the garden as fast as he could go. He was dressed in grey and his breath was like ice. I cannot understand why the spring is so late in coming, said the selfish giant as he sat at the window and looked out at his cold white garden. I hope there will soon be a change in the weather. But then the spring never came, nor the summer. The autumn gave golden fruit to every garden, but to the giant's garden she gave none. He's too selfish, said she. And so it was always winter there, and the north wind, the hail, the frost and the snow danced about the trees. One morning the giant was lying awake in bed when he heard some lovely music. It sounded so sweet to his ears that he thought it must be the king's musicians passing by. But really, it was only a little robin singing outside his window. But it had been so long since he had heard a bird sing in his garden that it seemed to him to be the most beautiful music in the world. Then the hail stopped dancing over his head and the north wind stopped roaring. A delicious perfume came to him through the open window. I can't believe it! The spring has come at last! said the giant, and he jumped out of bed and looked out into the garden. What did he see? He saw the most wonderful sight. Through a small hole in the wall the children had crept in, and they were sitting in the branches of the trees. In every tree he could see there was a little child and the trees were so glad to have the children back again, they had covered themselves with blossoms and were waving their branches gently above the children's heads. The birds were flying about and twittering with delight, and the flowers were looking up through the green grass and laughing. It was a lovely scene, only in one corner it was still winter. It was the furthest corner of the garden, and in it was standing a little boy, but he was so small that he could not reach up to the branches of the trees, so he was wandering all around it, crying bitterly. The poor tree was still quite covered with frost and snow, and the north wind was blowing and roaring above it. Climb up, little boy, said the tree, as it bent its branches down as low as it could, but the little boy was just too tiny. And the giant's heart melted as he looked out. Oh, how selfish I have been, he said. Now I know why the spring would not come here. I will put that poor boy onto the top of the tree. Then I will knock down the wall and my garden shall be the children's playground forever. He was really very sorry for what he had done. So he crept downstairs and opened the front door quite softly and went out into the garden. But when the children saw him, they were so frightened that they all ran away. And the garden quickly became winter again. Only the little boy did not run away, for his eyes were so full of tears that he didn't see the giant coming. 
and the giant crept up behind him and took him gently by the hand and placed him up into the tree. The tree at once broke into blossom and the birds came and sang on it and the little boy stretched out his two arms and flung them around the giant's neck and kissed him upon the cheek. When the other children saw this act of kindness, they realised the giant was not wicked any longer and quickly they came running back and with them came the spring. It's your garden now, little children, said the giant, and he took a massive hammer and knocked down the wall. When the people were going to the market at twelve o'clock, they found the giant playing with the children in the most beautiful garden they'd ever seen. All day long the children played with the giant, and in the evening they came to bid him goodbye. But where is your little companion? he said. The boy who I put into the tree. The giant loved the tiny boy the best, because he had shown him such love and affection. We don't know, answered the children. He has gone away. You must tell him to come here tomorrow, said the giant. But the children said that they did not know where he lived. They had never seen him before. Upon hearing this, the giant became very sad and worried he would never see his little friend again. Every afternoon when school was over, the children came and played with the giant, but the little boy, who the giant loved so much, was never seen again. The giant was very kind to all of the children, yet he longed for his first little friend and often spoke of him. How I would like to see him, he said. Years went by and the giant grew very old and feeble. He could not play about any more, so instead he sat in a huge armchair and watched the children at their games while admiring his beautiful garden. I have many beautiful flowers, he said, but the children are the most beautiful flowers of all. One winter morning he looked out of his window as he was dressing. He did not hate the winter now, for he knew that it was merely spring asleep, and the flowers were just resting. Suddenly, he rubbed his eyes with wonder. He looked and looked. It certainly was a marvellous sight. In the furthest corner of the garden was a tree, quite covered with lovely white blossoms. Its branches were all golden, and silver fruit hung down from them, and underneath it stood the little boy that he loved so much. Downstairs ran the giant in great joy and out into the garden. He hastened across the grass and came near to the child. When he got closer, he realised that the child had wings and was surrounded by an intense bright light that made it difficult to look straight at him. Who are you? said the giant. A strange feeling of wonder had fell upon him and he knelt before the little child. For this, the child smiled on the giant and said to him, You let me play once in your garden. Today you shall come with me to my garden, which is paradise. And when the children came in that afternoon, they found the giant lying under the tree, eyes closed, all covered with white blossoms, and they knew he had been taken to paradise. The End Oh, wasn't that a heartwarming story? I'm so glad that the giant got to meet up with his little friend. I think 
He may have been an angel or a fairy come down to teach the giant how to love. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. And if you enjoyed that story, please remember to like, share and subscribe for more story time with Sammy. Bye guys.